0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. As with each penitential season, Lent, and here in Advent, the penitential seasons, they build to a crescendo where we are in preparation for an extraordinary experience of the living Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. In Advent, we remember that we have been preparing the soil of our soul to receive the King of all into us that He may grow within us and the virtues of our Lord Jesus Christ, our God and our King, may bloom and blossom in our lives. And these prayers build to this crescendo. And here on the fourth Sunday of Advent, just before we reach the blessed experience of Christ coming to us, but always in Advent, remembering, That He has come to us. We are also preparing our souls to receive Him at His second coming. But just before we celebrate His birth on this day in the fourth Sunday of Advent. Christ through His church gives us a prayer that we are to take into our souls. In order to receive Him. And it's such an important lament. That we are to lift up to God here just before His coming at the nativity. It's important for us to take into our souls because I tell you, my friends, that in this prayer is the absolute posture of every Christian soul for their salvation. Listen to what God, through His church, gives us in the prayers in this Mass. In the intro, eight, we call out to God... Drop down, ye heavens, from above. Let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open and bring forth a Savior. We call for Him to come. But then we go more specific in the collect prayer of this Mass. And this is what we really want to focus on this morning. This is to be our prayer. This is to be our very life. The collect prayer today, we pray this. O Lord, raise up, we pray thee, thy power, and come among us, and with great might succor us, that whereas through our sins and wickedness we are sore let and hindered in running the race that is set before us, thy bountiful grace and mercy may speedily help and deliver us through Jesus Christ our Lord. What are we praying? We need to know what we're praying. We say, with your great might, come and succor us. That word, succor, is not a word that we use in our common conversational English everyday language. And yet it is such an important word found in so many liturgical prayers of the church. Asking God to succor us. What does that word mean? We need to know it. And it has a number of different meanings that we see all through Holy Scripture even. A number of different meetings held all in this one. The word sucker means the following. Lord, come and aid us. Lord, come and deliver us. Come and be our help in time of need. Come and defend us from every enemy that we have. And come, Lord, as the great physician and nurture us back to health again. All of those prayers are encompassed. They are held in the word succor. Come with great might, Lord. Do these things for us. In the word succor, you get the sense of that great cry of the Hebrew people when they were enslaved and in bondage to Pharaoh for all those hundreds of years where they cried out to God, deliver us from our slave master. Deliver us from this lot in life. The cry of deliverance. In the word, sucker is also the idea of asking a physician when we are sick and we are in pain to come by our bed. To come and sit with us and do whatever is necessary to relieve our suffering and to heal our illness. That's sucker. But it's also used to cry out, come Lord and defend us against our enemies for without you, We are defenseless. We find this in Hebrews in chapter 2. And I begin in verse 17. Listen to what the writer says. Therefore, in all things, Jesus had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in all things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted. He is also able to aid, to succor those who are tempted. In other words, in times of temptation, we cry out this lament. Come and succor us. Lord, come and He comes. And He steps right into the moments of our temptations. Right into the moments of our frailties. And He gives us grace to overcome the temptation. And to be without sin as He was without sin in that moment. This is what we're praying, which is why Jesus in his prayer, when the disciples asked, how shall we pray? He adds this. He makes sure this is part of our prayer where we pray, deliver us, (coughs) not for evil. I know that that's what our translations say, but we all know and have been taught. We're praying, deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from the evil one. So when we pray, Lord, come and succor us on this last day of Advent. a prayer we're to take into our lives. We're really praying this, Lord. Raise up thy power and draw very near to us. And with your great power, deliver us. Come and ease our suffering. Come and be with us in every moment of temptation. Granting us your great defense and giving us great grace to overthrow the one that you have already overthrown. This is the prayer of the Christian. This is the life of the Christian. Where the Christian encounters Christ in the moments of their lives. And receives this comfort, this care, this aid, this help, and this divine power. And why do we pray this? The second part of the prayer. The second part of the colic prayer tells us why we pray. Because it says that whereas through our sins and wickedness, all of our frailty. We are sore let and hindered in running the race set before us. That thy bountiful grace and mercy may speedily help and deliver us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Why do we pray this prayer? Because we need him. We need God. We need him in every moment of our lives. We need divine help from on high. We need His divine power in order to participate in the divine nature which is the race set before us. That we become like Him and we grow in His likeness, not just in His image. Have you ever thought about the fact that this prayer that we're given today, this lament for the succor of God, is the very prayer that overturns the deception That caused Adam and Eve to fall? In the Garden of Eden. What was the deception of Satan? Satan came to them and said. And convinced them. By his deception. You can become like God without God. You can become like God. Without Him. And so they ate of the tree. What is this prayer? Lord we cannot. Without you achieve anything. We cannot without you be saved. We cannot without you be delivered. We cannot without you be made whole again. You see how the posture of the Christian in his prayer before God, the very prayer that God longs to answer for His beloved, is the prayer that overturns the very deception of Satan and seeks to separate us from God and convince us that we have no need of Him. Because without Him we are truly helpless. And we are truly defenseless. But thanks be to God. That tomorrow night He will come. And we know He has come. And we know that He does come. And we know that He will come again. And so we rejoice in what St. Paul said in Romans chapter 7. Listen to what he said. I think you'll identify with what Paul said in Romans 7. When he says, For what I'm doing I do not understand. The very things I know I should do. The good things. The things of virtue, I don't do them. But the things that I hate, the things that I loathe, the things that I know that I shouldn't do, those things I am doing. O wretched man that I am, he says. Who will deliver me from this body of death? But then he answers the question very quickly. Thanks be to God. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. How is it that I will begin to do the things I know I ought to do and cast away the works of darkness as we prayed earlier, as I know I ought to do and not do those things? How? Thanks be to God in only one way, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We celebrate this blessed season where God goes so far to grant us the answer to this lamenting prayer. God would become man and cast off His glory and take on our frail humanity to join it to His divinity in the one person, Jesus Christ. To heal it, to mend it, to keep it forever, eternally in the heavens as our great High Priest. To be our defense and to be our advocate and mediator all the days of our life and into eternity. I ask you, As the church asks all of us. You take your bulletins home that have this college prayer. And you take today and tomorrow. Let us be obedient to the church. To Christ. And let us pray this prayer. As we anticipate the coming of our Lord. O Lord raise up we pray thee thy power. And come among us. And with great might succor us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.